of the Whipperball. Less time on Voyage of the Whipperball. Dig! Dig! Faster! Is this a punishment? No, I really think he wants us to dig a canal in the desert. But it's stupid. Nobody will use it. He is a visionary. He is a nitwit. Do you think he even really found a new world? I don't know. I think he just sails to Senegal to get beads and trinkets Europeans have never seen. No, he has been to the new world. How do you know? Because I have been to the new world. You? To the new world. But we found you on a pile of cabbage. And yet, my past is even more mysterious than the cabbage pile. I was born in an orphanage, the youngest of six. We were five boys and a girl. By the time I was eight, my five brothers went off. No, I'm sorry, Miss! Dig! Dig! It will be a faster than a going around! Uh, it's stupid, though. If you say it'll be faster than going around, it'll be faster than going around. Does being hard at work bother you? No. As long as I get to be hard at work with you. Meanwhile, in the palace of King Carl II, son of Philip the Handsome, Lord of the Netherlands, and Emperor of Spain and Rome, there was a rumor afoot. Your Highness. Yes, what is it, Ariadne? We've just received word from Osterhout. They're plotting a rebellion. A rebellion? Uh, or a bake sale. We're unsure which. How do you not know the difference? I'm just a messenger, sire. Either way, it must be crushed. Yes, sire. Unless it's a bake sale. Yes, sire. Let's just see how it plays out. Yes, sire. Having played out its battle with the Kraken and taken its tentacles for food, the Whifferball found anchorage at an uninhabited spit on the southern edge of the great continent of Africa. Uninhabited. I'm sure it's inhabited, sir. I don't see anyone. That doesn't mean they're not here. Pistachia, get me a flag. Right away, sir. I shall declare this uninhabited expanse in the name of the Dutch. That way, when they finally get here in a few years, all the shops will be built and the things will have Dutch names and... Well, who will build them? Ahoy! Perhaps those men approaching from a distance. Yeah, I told you it was inhabited. Don't be ridiculous. Those men are over there. So there is where it's inhabited. I'm talking about here on these rocks. Ah, the spit. Yeah, the spit. I have good hope about this spit. Besides, those men are clearly savages. Look at them in loincloths holding sticks. I wonder if they understand language. I say, ahoy! The men did, of course, understand language. They eyed the Dutchman with a mix of suspicion and pity. Let's listen in to them now. They look ridiculous. Do you think they are traveling minstrels? If so, where are their instruments? Good point. Maybe that boat is where jesters come from. That's probably it. Look, that one is waving at us. Should we wave back? I was hoping they would not see us at all. I'm going to wave back. Hello! How are you, jester? Do something amusing. Ah, be careful. You don't want him to fall off that rock and die. Would you relax? That man is a professional idiot. Shh, they're coming close. Ahoy there, patient! Hello? I'm not sure you understand Perfectly. Me. Does this land belong to you? Yes. What is she saying? Ah, I'm not sure, Captain. I'm saying, yes, this land belongs to me. I will trade you proper clothes for proper. your cattle. All we have oh, eaten my for word. days what? is cracking me. I just realized. And it is How wild. embarrassing. You think these are our regular clothes? Oh, my word. No, no, we are lapping. Man alive, y'all. These parts are such primitive. 
Active communicators! Lapping. It means live action roleplay. It's quite sophisticated, actually. How do they understand anything with all those clicks and diptongs? Clicks and diptongs! We are speaking the same language, man. These people don't need this land. They are savages. What are you flag. doing? I now claim this land in the name of the Netherlands for use in trade and etc. Whenever the Dutch finally do arrive, may I have that bird? Bird! The big one. There. What is that? That is Marabou stock. What did they say? It sounded like Marabou stork. Marabou stork. Fine. It looks like some kind of stork. We shall call it the Marabou stork stork. It's huge. Yes. I need to write a long note to the king. This bird will be perfect. It should get there fast and provide a delicious fish. No, no, don't eat it. Very disgusting. Not even rats will eat it. It will rot where it dies. Their <laughs> language, yeah. Too bad we don't have a linguist with us. Dr. Bannister is a linguist. Ah, well, too bad she stayed aboard the but ship. You ordered her to stay aboard the ship. So. Ah, too bad. Too bad. Thank you, man, for the bird. Oh, and the land. That was weird. You're right. I don't get it. Maybe it's the sort of joke you get later. Like when you're falling asleep or something. Mm. Let's get out of these silly loincloths. I have to get to the bank before the kids are out of school. Oh my gracious, is that the time? Captain aboard ship! As you were, young fisher. Did you talk to the locals? Yes, they agreed to build my Dutch seaport. They did. Petrus, map this whole area and start naming things. We leave in an hour. I have a note to write. Fisher, with me. Aye, sir. Captain. Yes, Kasim. I've been working on something in case we run into another kraken. I need some men to collect anything from this land I can use for fabric or piping. Take as many as you need. Thank you, sir. But, Kasim, we only have one hour. That's all I'll need. Having unwittingly colonized a soon-to-be-lost culture, Polder sets about ordering his thoughts for the king. The king, meanwhile, was agonizing over the Flat Earth Revolt. Any sign of the mutinous? Not yet, my king, but if reports from Kaisersbeer and Honk are true, you will smell their fine baked goods long before they arrive. Then they must be near for a small toast. Uh, is toast a fine baked good? Yeah, no, I suppose it is not. I also must point out that you smell toast because you have not finished your toast. What do you mean? You have your toast right here, sire, on your royal lap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, so I do. Thank you, Miss Merelda. You have passed my little test. A test, sire? Yeah, a test of loyalty. Loyalty? Yeah. By seeing if I noticed your toast. Yeah, a lesser man might have... uh, Might have not noticed it. Yeah, right. And then the horde would have been upon us and me with an empty stomach. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want that. No, I would not. <laughs> Otherwise, I might eat their butter go and become convinced of their... Uh, what are they trying to say? Uh, they want you to declare the earth is flat. Yeah, but I have declared the earth is flat. Yeah, but they want you to believe it. Yeah, but, but I do believe it. That scoundrel Columbus is a cheat and a liar and I aim to crush this round earth nonsense before the Sciences destroy every last shred of magic in the world! Well, maybe, and this is just spitballing. Uh, you could uh, let them in? Let them in? It... And jeopardize my throne? Never! No, suit yourself. Why would I suit myself? That's why I have the royal dressers. No, I, I mean a uh, 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 suit, as in a... Uh... Oh, you mean, you, mean, you mean like suit yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not get myself dressed. No. No, no. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to finish my toast. Tell them we're leaving. 
Way anchor! Hoist the mainsail! Get me my bird! Yes, Captain! And that, Skomiki, and opposite is Fish Hook, and just before that is Shimon's town after my death. Ah, uh, yeah, hurry up, Pietresh. I want to attach my map to this message for my dad. You're dead? No. I thought you said you're dead. It was a slip of the tongue of the short that has no name but reveals a secret truth about oneself in the attempt to shade the thing one meant to shade. Pardon? I meant to shade the king. You said you're dead. But I didn't mean to shade my dad. I meant to shade the king. Right, but you shed your dad. Well, well, obviously I didn't mean to shave my dad, did I? I meant to shave the king. Slip of the tongue, was it? Yes, of the short that has no name but reveals a secret truth about oneself in the attempt to shave the thing one meant to shave. Someone should name that kind of slip of the tongue. <laughs> I've got the marabou stork stork for you, Captain. <laughs> Not their moment, too, show. Oh, I don't think he likes me. My eyes are bleeding. Uh, go and shit Dr. Bannister after this. I can't see anything. Quit complaining. Hold still while I attach my letter. It must weigh as much as a rock. Beatrice, your map. One more name. Rui Elsh. For the boundless red alder trees across the bay. Sure to last 10,000 generations. Oh, hurry, please. Oh, yes, of course. There we Ah. Give me that! Fly, great bird! Find my dad! The king! The king! Ah! Perhaps you'll swim here! Yes, perhaps! Uh, off you go, birdie, to the Netherlands! Oh! That huge, scary fish ate that giant bird! Yes, I knew it would be delicious. Oh! No, there it goes! A bit bloody, but... Perhaps it needed the motivation? May I please go to the doctor now? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, of course. Uh, Bim, take you up to Dr. Bannister. Yes, Captain. I have enjoyed this voyage, Father. This whirlwind of adventure, thank you. I wonder what excitement awaits. Next time on Voyage of the Whipperball. Why aren't we moving? We are in the doldrums. How would you know you're blind? He's blind. It doesn't mean he doesn't know things. Of course it does. Ugh. All my other senses are heightened. Nonsense. Fisher. Yes, Captain. Why isn't there any wind? Uh, we're, uh, it's because we're in the doldrums, sir. Doldrums? Verdomme. Sorry, yeah. That's okay, young Fisher. I'm glad someone here speaks the truth. How do we get wind? We don't need it. Don't be shilly, my Persepolean friend. Of course we need wind. No, we don't. We outfitted the boat with steam power, remember? Mm, no? Well, we did. Hmm. So we can use this steam power to fill the sails and that will propel us. No, it Brilliant! works like... Brilliant! Yup, engage the steam engines! Yup. And in the Egyptian Kush. One more shovel and we're through! I can't believe this is going to work. No, I have a hard time believing that or see. Before we make our final push, I have something for you. For ma? Sim, it's a silver filigree Portuguese love casket to symbolize my affection, my eternal desire. Oh, Bruno! Mm. 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 Let's go! The little fowl is getting away! You startled me, sir. You've dropped this silver filigree Portuguese love casket. That's okay. I'll just pick it up. No! The silver filigree Portuguese love casket lost forever. Devoured by the sea! 
Oh, Bruno, will you ever forgive me? My darling, of course. It is million object. Our love is eternal, and this canal is a boon to all this seafaring world. Now ships will be able to make the crossing to the Far East in a fraction of the time. Oh. What? I was... Sorry. I thought... Spit it out, man. Well, it's just... I've been filling it in behind us as we go, so as not to upset the desert ecosystem. That's true. No, no, it's good. Good thinking. Right. Smart. Thank you. of the Winterball, Episode 9, The Doldrums, starred Bill Newton, Cole Howard, Peter New, Caitlin Bairstow, Chris Francis, Ian Hanlon, Emily Tennant, Lee Majdouk, and Colin Murdoch. Voyage of the Winterball was written and directed by Peter New, engineered by Henny Britton, music by Jeff Timischuk, theme music by Peter Allen, produced by Peter New and Henny Britton, recorded at Azure Studios in Vancouver, B.C. on May 4th, 2019. Find us on Twitter at Wifferval, spelled O-E-V-E-R-W-A-L. And on Facebook at Voyage of the Wifferball. <laughs>